Hello humans and welcome to Exposing Isolation. My name is Rebecca Elizabeth Wepper and today is October 16th, 2020. I am going to do my very best to unpack some extremely complicated thoughts that I'm currently having. Um, we'll see how it goes. It's not like I've never done this before. So right now I'm experiencing what I at first thought was maybe a break with reality. But the further I get into it, the more that I I think what's happening is that I'm actually breaking from the narrative that I've been trying to create for myself, which was somehow suspending me just above just full-on panic about what was really going on. So I've been doing a really good job since I first got multiple chemical sensitivities, uh, chronic fatigue, and essentially became housebound almost six years ago. Um, I have been doing a really good job of saying, well, we can do this and then this and then this and we're going to be okay. You know, we can move here. We can do this. We can try this. We haven't tried this yet. Um, and somehow like creating a, a setting for myself where I, I always felt like I could keep pushing to try and find out what to do. And I, I'm still in that. I, I really am still in that. And I think it's like me treading water. Um, but like I said, you know, this coming January, so right now it's October, um, in a few months, I'll be six years housebound. And that's just a really big deal for me right now. I'm going to be 30 in December. And I have not been able to figure out how to play the hand I've been dealt. Um, I had a lot of successes early on in terms of other people giving me credit for doing amazing things. Um, I was really involved like all through high school and college essentially leaning on the advice that if I just kept pushing myself to do things that made me uncomfortable, one day they wouldn't make me uncomfortable anymore. And unfortunately, that's not how it went down. Um, numerous times, um, I think it started, first time was when I was 20, um, second time was when I was 24, um, I nearly died. My body shut down. The first time, um, the EMTs were called, my hands and feet were turning blue. I had been really, really stressed and then um, had a moment of calm, um, more context if wanted. But essentially I was in a moment where I was resting and my body decided in that moment it didn't have maybe adrenaline anymore. Nobody ever really fully explained it to me. Um, but my body just shut down. The ghost was leaving the shell. And um, Professor Lupin style, somebody got me chocolate and they called 911. And uh, later I had a CT scan and I had vertigo for months and months after that. And um, essentially what the doctor, the university doctor told me was that um, due to my own experience of stress, my body had shut down and essentially um, didn't really outline it too much. Just said that like my body no longer had the ability to manage stress, that the only thing I really could do for myself would be to um, find a way to not experience stressful experience, like just not 
be stressed anymore. Um, and at the time I was an RA, so essentially working full-time and a full-time student, um, who had CPTSD, but didn't know it yet. And, um, definitely knew, I definitely knew that I had, um, anorexia and anxiety and, um, depression, but I didn't know anything about PTSD until I was 26, I think. So I'm 29 now and I live with, um, my grandparents and they are extraordinarily generous. They are, they've given me and my husband Thomas a place to live for years now. And they gave me a place to live um, when I was little and a teenager and when I was in my 20s. And they, I, this is where I've lived every time I didn't have anywhere else to live. And so this is essentially my home. This this is my home. I live at home, my, the, the base. And I, I've really, I'm truly struggling to figure out what to do. My mental and physical health are so low and chaotic that it hasn't proved possible for me to maintain a job working for somebody else. I'm not even sure really what I would do. Um, I... I'm a trained event producer. I'm a trained and experienced um, disaster relief specialist, organizer, volunteer coordinator, um, student leader, um, activist, and again, organizer. I was, I founded um, a body image organization in 2012 when I was 21 years old after I almost died the first time, uh, trying to rally a community together, a community around me um, to see if that would help me be safe, to see if that would help me be less stressed um, by telling people that I was sick, by telling people, I don't think I knew I was, I don't think I used the language that I was sick, but I definitely talked about having an eating disorder and um worked on body image and I was lucky enough to be one of the first people who produced unphotoshopped photography um, in the early days of the internet. I advocated for body positivity um, and acceptance of self and a celebration of individuality. And that was wonderful. And that was a, it was really, really good, but um, I couldn't maintain it. My mental health, um, for a while, I... I felt like I was thriving, but I wasn't really getting what I needed um, from myself. I wasn't taking good care of myself. I wasn't listening well to myself. I, I didn't even know yet um, why I was really doing the things that I was doing. And right now, I don't know how to continue. Like, it's hard to be seen by the people who've known me for a really long time. Um, they see me for my, for my successes and that's very generous of them and I'm not denouncing them at all. I really do have a lot of skill, but I don't have a lot of energy. I won't put on airs here. I'm extremely intelligent. I'm trained in very interesting things. I, um, got my bachelor's at, at, in modern applied cultural anthropology, um, and served as that throughout the entirety of Middle Women, the organization that I ran for three years. Um, my work was to use anthropological um, 
techniques to understand and serve a community. And the first community I ever served was um, pro-ana, anorexic, um, the inspiration, collecting young people on Tumblr. Um, the, I used photography to produce uh, content that wasn't out yet um, with the idea that if I could show these individuals who were only collecting photoshopped, extremely thin photos from magazines and using them to justify, not justify, to inspire, to motivate um, their starvation. And anorexia is a really serious and misunderstood condition. Um, one that even though I do use the label, I don't fully fit into because I'm not trying to lose weight. I just, as far as I know, something to do with my hormones and my stress prevents me from having normal um, cravings. I really have a hard time eating enough and wanting to eat. And I feel I'm really picky. And if I don't like what it is, I, I can't get myself to eat. I, I just, I don't know why that is. Um, and then I have a ton of food sensitivities. So um, I try and keep it as open as possible. Um, I've tried being vegan. I was vegan for several years. I don't think that necessarily helped, um, but I am gluten-free, dairy-free, nightshade-free. Um, to be fair, I haven't retried nightshades in a while, but I um, have retried gluten and dairy in both. Um, my body really doesn't respond well to. Um, so I guess what I'm saying is that um, I just have all these factors and um, I'm fairly desperate to have help trying to assess all of them and accommodate all of them. And these are just mine. Um, my husband is also chronically ill and struggling with CPTSD um, from different conditions from mine. So we're both chronically ill disabled. Um, he is not housebound. He works full time. Um, I am housebound. I do not work at much at all. I do this podcast um, and I'm trying to figure out other things to do. And we're considering um, what it would take <clears throat> for him to be a coach in his own private practice instead of a clinician working for an organization. So that's <clears throat> probably something that I've mentioned before, um, but something that's on the table again. And I hope that works but I'm, I'm just really struggling right now to figure out um, how to make more money, where to live, and all the while accommodate two very smart, <laughs> very, I, I think that we have a lot to offer. I have a lot of self-confidence in my intellect and skill set and Thomas's as well. Um, what we don't have is a lot of energy um, or enough money or really the advanced mental health I wish we had to be handling all of these situations. If I didn't have my CPTSD and I wasn't anxious all the time and afraid of people and um, isolated most of my of the time, I'm sure this would be easier. I know it would be easier, um, et cetera, et cetera. So 
Um, right now, I'm just trying to figure out what I love, how to do it well, and how to systematize everything else as a philosophy, as the Sabian philosophy, and not really succeeding at much of any of it other than identifying that what I love is eating good food and having deep, meaningful, interesting conversations, um, as well as consuming art and content uh, media um, and making it. So keeping that in mind with the addition of Thomas Loving, helping people get emotionally aligned, uh, we're trying to create a life for ourselves where we can maintain our health, if not get healthier, make enough money, um, the honest living, uh, serving in some way with what we know and what we can offer and having a safe, healthy place to live. I'm sure that that probably represents just about everyone on the planet right now and very few people have that. And that's why through Sapient Living, I, at the very least, am going to try and seek out answers and try and share them even just documenting what it is that I'm learning um, a bit better because I have the ability to keep trying to figure out what's going on. I can't promise that I am going to find solutions. So um, using my training and experience as a modern applied cultural anthropologist, I'm going to continue looking at my experience and trying to find a appropriate life for me and my husband. Um, I think I'll leave it there for now. Thank you if you listened and um, maybe reach out. Uh, Rebecca E. Weber at gmail.com. I don't check social media that much, but I do occasionally check um, my email. So um, yeah, if you want to reach out, that would be nice. And um, I don't know when I'll respond because I'm afraid of people, but I am feeling closer to wanting to create a community. So let me know if you're out there and I'll catch you on the next one. Bye.